Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezes Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 228. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's standard and foundation of what Ahava is, is not necessarily always emotional feeling, but it's rather a commitment to act in the best interest of the one you're lo- you love, regardless of how you feel at the moment. On the Pasuk of Ahavtas Hashem Aleikecha, in Kriyashma, you should love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Maggid from Ezrich asks the question, how do you have a tzivoy? How do you have a tzivoy on a hergish? How do you have a commandment on to feel love? That comes, you can't just all of a sudden turn on a switch. And the, the Maggid said, that the tzivoy of Ahafta is not going on the f- emotional feeling of love, but on the hisbaininus. In other words, the mitzvah is, is to think about things, about relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that will elicit and emit, ultimately, a feeling of love subsequently. But the mitzvah, the tzivoy, is on the thinking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's kindness, as an example, or to be in wonder of his great... Um, creations, as it's brought down in the Shar Hasheni, the second gate of the Sefer Chavis Alvavis, Shar HaBechina, those things lead to Ahavas Hashem, and you'll feel that emotion develop and grow, based on your hispaininess, based on the mitzvah of these thoughts that lead to Ahava. That's the way the Mezrish Magad teaches Vahavta, it's not a chiv on the Hergish, but it's a chiv on the hisbaininess, on the thoughts and the contemplation that leads to that feeling. And the same thing, it applies to marriage too. To love your wife, to love your husband, is not necessarily the feeling that you feel at the moment, although ultimately that should follow, and most of the time, Baruch Hashem, that does follow. But it's rather the commitment to do actions and say words and think thoughts that is in the best interest and the benefit and acts of love towards your spouse, even if you don't feel it in your heart at the moment. In other words, the Torah's value is the action, the value-based act, not necessarily the way you feel in the at the moment. And again, it was hard for me, it took a long time for me to be macabre this and to understand it and to relate to it because me, like many of you, I'm sure, base a lot of your reality of part of you on your feelings. And feelings are good. It has its emotions. Feelings are very, very important in life. The hergish of the lave, the feelings in your heart, and the, it, could be, it could be used in a wonderful way. But... People like me, and I value, I used to value, and I still do, but I value the emotions to the extent, the feelings that that's so part of you, but you don't realize very often how your feelings can often become unreliable, and it is unreliable as a foundation of any relationship. Because if you always do what you feel like doing and not do what you don't feel like doing, your life will become a vicious pain, cycle of pain and confusion, because very often it's not coherent 
thoughts and it's not logic and it's not really true values that are dictating your feelings. And when you make a decision to do what is right, regardless of the way you feel, then bracha will come and yishuvadas will come and your marriage will ultimately get better and the feelings will come up. The positive love feelings will generate if you continue to make the decision on the values-based actions to say, to do, to think towards the benefit of your husband and wife, no matter what you're feeling inside, and just to do those things. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help that the feelings will come after that. So that's one aspect that's important to be mechadish, a marriage, what we talked about in the previous last uh, shir, and that is to realize that to renew is to remember that Yisaid, that you cannot necessarily base your uh, reality on feelings that you have inside, and even if you have bad feelings right now about your spouse and about your marriage overall, and you can't change that overnight. But what you could change overnight is your decision to think, to do, to speak in ways that are beneficial and help the marriage and your wife and your husband and smile even if you don't feel like smiling. Say the kind word even if you don't feel like saying that kind word because you know it's the right thing and you know that that's the emiss in the sense because that's HaKadosh, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. And the feelings will flow. It'll take some time sometimes, but then the feelings will come more naturally. Another uh, concept of renewing a marriage is, of course, the tshuva. Tshuva means to turn back, to change your mind, to turn around, to do an about-face. If you're going in the wrong direction, to switch directions, to go in the right direction. And in marriage, very often, the marriage needs tshuva. The tshuva is, of course, on the benad al on the particular person, the wife or the husband that you're with, which applies to any concept of tshuva, which means harata ala avar. You regret all the harsh things or the negative things or the ways you hurt your husband or wife. And then vido, you express it openly. Both ta'kadosh baruch hu benad I'm sorry that I hurt my wife in the past. I'm sorry I hurt my husband in the past. I want to become better. I want to become a better wife. I want to become a better husband. And also towards your spouse themselves. I'm sorry I hurt you. I have harata gemura in the way I treated you till now. I want to make things better and I really want to do things that could cause better. And of course, a kabbalah ala asid. And to really commit not to do those negative things again. And part of that kabbalah ala asid is to actually, from now, in the present, actually change your behaviors. So you make the emes, you admit you're wrong, you adjust your direction, which is the action right now, and in the present condition that you are right now, you, no matter how you're feeling about the marriage, how you feel about the resentments, you put it aside, and you start thinking, doing, and acting in ways that, 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 that are in a loving way towards your spouse. And the truth is, I just want to tell people, don't get thrown off if there's a mechila and a real mechila, that they meichel each other and they want to start from scratch and they want to build again, don't get discouraged that in the beginning it feels awkward. It feels you have reservations about it. You feel emotionally vulnerable. How do I open myself to not get hurt again? But that is the first step. 
And even though it seems like it's a standoff, you do things now, you start acting and not listening to those unhealthy voices, which includes wounded emotions. No one can blame a husband or a wife that feels hurt and they're hurt deeply and they have wounded emotions and they're afraid somewhat to reach out to each other again. But if they overcome that and don't listen to those unhealthy wounded emotions and say, I am going to do what I can to help my wife going forward and help my husband going forward. Then you'll see after a few weeks or after a few months, the marriage will be totally different. It'll be deeply satisfying. It'll be open. That does not mean you'll never experience problems in your marriage. We all have problems. Life, by definition, means that you have obstacles you have to overcome. does not mean you'll never have frustration in your marriage. Everyone has frustration in their marriage. We're not superhuman, and we're busa, we're people, and we are, don't, are not expected to be malachim, angels. But we, what we are expected is to listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who says, V'davak be'ishtoi, and for the wife, Eishes Chayel Miyimtza, to, to, and to, 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 to be devoted to her husband, and be strong with that, despite the challenges. And if you make that commitment to work on your relationship, no matter how you're feeling at this moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you special siyat of the Shmaya, and you can grow, and you can grow. So it takes courage to admit a mistake. For example, it takes courage to acknowledge that husband, I was a Balgaiva, I was arrogant or chauvinistic, or I was insensitive to my wife. I treated her with disrespect, and I was ignorant in that manner, and I was not nice, and I was not pleasant, and I put her off, and I discounted her words. And the wife also, to acknowledge to herself, I didn't always treat my husband with the proper respect or cared for him properly. And I ignored him very often when I shouldn't have ignored him. Those things are very, very important to acknowledge and to try to change. One thing that's important for a husband to try to do, even if he's busy at work and even if he's busy at his learning, and even if the wife is generally, the, let's say, the main one in the home who does the housework, and who does the laundry, and who does all the things to organize things. It is very, very important. And the wives actually find their husbands more attractive and more appealing and more loving when the men share some of those household responsibilities. If he has a 10-hour day at work, he's not expected to go full force a few hours working on the house, but he has to do something. He has to help a little bit. He has to help if the children are still, uh, the, you have younger children and they're still awake and you want to help with, and you need to help with bed, bedtime. You need to have, help your wife with those household chores, taking care of the children, interacting with them, helping with the homework, helping with the household things. And studies have shown, this may sound very humorous to some or cynical to others, but men who share household and childhood, child care responsibilities with their wives together have more sex than those who doesn't, don't. These are studies actually that, that are observed, that the, that the women, when they see their husbands work hard at home or they fix things or they help clean or whatever it is, and they're schwitzing on it, 
The wives have a certain calmness to it. Their moods generally improve. Some of them even become, according to the studies in the University of Pennsylvania, more sexually interested. But the bottom line is that a, a, a cleaning your house and helping your wife with that, it sounds so, or taking a walk with your wife when she wants, that helps that the wife starts feeling more appreciative because we need to realize generally speaking again it's generally speaking that men are more visual oriented women are less visual oriented they find often men attractive not necessarily always by the way they look good looking less good looking more good looking but more they respond to the man's husband's character and the way they care for them more than any other thing and by you, the husband, doing what you can to help your wife in the home and with the children, that's the most attractive thing to your wife. It meets also her deepest marital need for security, which we talked about as one of those needs. She feels I'm being taken care of. She feels I'm secure in that. And the same thing applies on the woman's side. A wise woman, a good wife, learns how to say and do things for their husbands, towards their husbands, in ways that are sensitive to their natures. And men are attracted to a woman's inner beauty as well as outer beauty. People think, and it's true, men are more visual, so they may have more appeal when a wife it looks nice. That's why it's important to dress presentably and look nice for your husband. There's no question about it. But what attracts a husband to a wife is also the respect that she gives him, the loyalty. That's just as important, and the truth is even more important than the outer beauty that she's reflecting, is the inner beauty in the way they care for their husbands in their words, in their deeds, in their actions. And that's another yesaid. So we talked about two concepts today. The first concept is is in order to renew one's marriage, one's always see, um, one needs to realize that they don't necessarily always follow their feelings. They have to do action-based value, not necessarily always what you feel, and the feel will come later. There's a concept of tshuva, all aspects of tshuva towards your husband, towards your wife, and what we talked about just now, doing things that cause an attraction between a husband and a wife, a husband helping his wife with her, the household matters, and the wife um, doing what she can to bolster her husband in loyalty and in, and, in, and in love and in caring. And what happens is a lot, and we're going to end off this year as follows, that the Ghazal say that if, uh, in, with marital intimacy, if he dress, if he's with her, her in her clothing and him in his, then that's not a marriage. Marriage is when they are physically intimate without clothing, without any barriers. The symbolism behind this is, is very often if a marriage there was hurt feelings and there's emotional wounds, they protect themselves by putting these bulletproof vests on them. That's pshat and hu bibigdai vihi bibigda. They're wearing armor because they don't want, they were hurt before, so they don't want to get hurt. But the downside of it is each one is wearing a bulletproof vest. So they're not communicating with each other in a real way because they're afraid to be vulnerable. 
And that's not what a marriage is. It does take courage. It does take a risk to take off, so to speak, those clothing and to open your heart again. You can learn ways of how to have that heart protected even as it's being open. And no, don't let harsh words crush you or disappointments crush you or frustrations crush you. But at the same time, you don't deaden the feelings. You don't put an armor and a bulletproof vest there because then the marriage gets stunted and it cannot grow. The same thing applies with all forms of Avaidus Hashem, with tefillah and everything like that. And that is an Avaidus that, that takes work, but it's doable and it works. And if a marriage, they're committed to do that, to take off their bulletproof vests, even though they're scared, both of them, and they start again building with each other, slowly, you'll see those feelings grow and the marriage will become better than you ever thought it was. Again, it's like winter when you think everything's dead, the trees are dead, and then Nissen comes, spring comes, all of a sudden it's beautiful again. Everything grows, the birds are chirping, beautiful flowers are blooming. Same thing with marriage. It's not dead. No matter how long you felt that way or it's been dormant, but with what we just talked about, you work at it, it'll grow, it'll sprout again and become better than ever. Have a wonderful day.